Your mom would like bake the cake in a mixing bowl and oh. then turn it upside down oh. and decorate it like a skirt, <laughs> and then they'd stick Barbie in it. Now, I now this being mentioned, I've always wanted to come out of a cake mm. for for non-stripping reasons. Well, there we go. Well, for non-stripping reasons. Yeah, I've never heard of the yeah. non-stripping reason who's, for somebody who's hiding out of a cake. in a cake unless like, they're coming out naked. Like a special guest, like for your like for your birthday. Yeah. Oh, I'm eating brunch with my people though. The homie Doc just cooked up a feast and we about to eat it, bro. Fucked around and has to miss the lobster with the protein. Daddy is rolling blow dream. Them boys got down a routine. It's nap town culture. Cooking seven courses. Had to pass the torch and now I'm grabbing second portion. So sit back, relax, grab a drink and a smoke. It's all the brunch on the way and get prepared for the jokes. Whoa. Hey. Slappy pappy went went. I'm Thaddeus J. McKee. This is Harder Brunch, as you know. Um, I gotta announce something right off the top. Uh, Dyke is not with us. Uh, He hasn't passed on, but he's not (laughs) with us today. He's at Skankfest. So we have amazing hosts joining us. Right now, give a warm welcome to Gwen Sunkle. What's up, everybody? How are you doing, Gwen? Great. You can call me the bisexual dyke. The bisexual <laughs> dyke. <laughs> that sounds like an awesome poster that I can't wait for that to be made. I wore my Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, who are you wearing today? Uh, it's a, you know, um, I believe uh, it's a designer called Old Navi. Oh, Old Navi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Well, that's a Dyke Michael design right there. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. This is a Dyke Michael's original. And so. then you have your, you got some utensils with you as well? Yeah. <laughs> I, for some reason, have two screwdrivers in the pocket of yeah. my overalls, just in case people can't tell. Yeah, it's giving uh, extra bisexual today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. You need for, me to take something apart, girl? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, on in the ones and twos, we have none other but... The great sauce boss of Indiana, Zach Rome. Well, zip zippity do. Hey, I like that. Is, I, I you've been working on it, haven't yeah, you? I mean, I'm gonna do a new one every time. You're gonna do that's yeah. you're, you're committing to that. Yeah, um, you heard it here first. All right, we're gonna put a one in the background. <laughs> if you don't commit, then it goes back to zero. All right. <laughs> Rolling countdown. Now you did not do most of his intro on the ones and twos. The wheels of steel. Was well, it? I uh, that's something that Dyke does, and I in particular <laughs> I don't enjoy it. it? <laughs> I, no, I just don't enjoy it as much as some other people might. <laughs> as I'm finding out right now, I, I thought for sure this was a I don't know Dyke's middle name situation, oh, and you just don't know Zach's we're gonna, intro. We're gonna bring that up from camp. Well, yeah, yeah. If we don't get to have inside jokes, then what on earth was the point of us going to summer camp? Yeah, what are we even doing here? Oh, yeah. uh, okay, yeah. Inside jokes for summer. If you want to know those inside jokes, definitely get a camp ticket for next year. Mm-hmm. You Abs- missed it this year. FOMO. Abs- it was a, it was a great camp. Um, this is the first time that we've had in the studio uh, actual police officer. We're they're trying something new as harder brunch. We're having. <laughs> A police, a policewoman, fashion, fashion police, just oh, West, everybody. Look at that. <laughs> see that? See what I did there? Got him. Just <laughs> West. <laughs> see, this is the thing about having Gwen as a co-host. She likes to poke holes at everything. 
let's let's keep moving on. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Anyways, um, Jess West, one of the best fashion designers I've ever had the pleasure of meeting. Um, I, and how many fashion designers on the the number of oh, fashion designers you've even, met? I can't even you count. Can't, can't even count. Uh-oh. Bush League, right. Bush League. Zach seemed to have a Zach. timer. They are all good. Timer went off, so you guys are doing a great job. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> just to check in, to yep, see everything. Dyke told me to set it. I don't know why, but huh, yeah, set I'll it for dark. three minutes of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Should go off right after the intros. Probably right when we're introducing the guests. Be the best. Yeah, yeah, it's karma. We don't want to build too much momentum <laughs> nope. uh, in the early part of the show. Anyway. Ruining the podcast all the way from Las Vegas is Dyke Michaels, but we're here in studio with Jess West, everybody. Yeah! Jess West. Yes. Don't forget that T. The cross. So also I would like to be called a costume designer. I a love fashion, designer. Okay. but I'm very monsters and, and costuming. Mm-hmm. I got you. It wouldn't have gone good with my police pun that I've been playing for you. two days. I do love fashion, too. I'm a fashion designer. I, I feel yeah. like you, yeah, you scream fashion designer in general. I but you're a costume fun. designer, which is what? No, what's the difference would, to the lay person? So, um, I guess fa- it's 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 all intertwined, right? Okay. But I think fashion is more kind of what you wear on, you know, outside mm-hmm. in the world, and costumes are. Well, I wear costumes all the time, but like <laughs> for the everyday versus like events and you know, okay, certain okay. characters or ideas. Of, you know, it just depends on how elaborate it is, I guess. So trying to embody a certain yeah, sure, character sometimes, yeah, idea, for sure, maybe. For sure. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Versus just what you're putting out there on your body. But also, day. I mean, not necessarily. I mean, it's 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 very intertwined. I just mm-hmm. like the ring of costume designer versus fashion designer. I guess. All right, I like it. I absolutely, like it. absolutely. I want to get more into that, like where when you started that. But first, uh, I uh, this goes without mentioning. You your name precedes the show. Uh, you were going to be on here. Yep. A long time ago, actually. Yeah, actually. Mm. I think even a different household. No, it was no, this house. I think it was yeah, here. it was this house. Was it this house? Yes. Oh, you are first cancel. In here. this house. So you're on the wall of shame. The shame. Which is, I mean, you're up with a lot of cool people, though. That's awesome. You got We got Sirius Black, uh, you. Megan Gailey. <laughs> Megan Gailey. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are, like, those are very famous people. And you made and you it. are in great company. So can I get taken off the wall after today? After today, we'll we, see how this a, episode okay. goes. There's okay. a road All right. to redemption. I'll deliver. I'll deliver. Got mm-hmm. it. There's yeah. a road to redemption. Um, let's go back to what happened. Uh, hey, what Dyke was invited playing? you. Huh? Yeah, what was playing in the theaters? Theaters that day. Very popular movies coming out. But so Dyke invited you and. Um, I remember he was like, oh, I'm really excited about this guest. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we planned the dinners and uh, we're kind of waiting. Like, okay, a guest could be a little bit late. That's that's fair. No, you probably you probably messaged. I did. But I so like, this is not right. Okay, so what happened? I messaged you, at like 8.30 in the morning. I was like, hey, bro, I am not feeling well today. Like, you do not want me there. It will not be good. I am so sorry. I hope this gives you enough time to have someone else. Okay. And I you did. And here's the thing. You felt bad about it. We did. Terrible. You offered to make us costumes. Mm-hmm. You even participated in most of our events. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, well, that's because we had never met. And so we were going to the, the comedy show. I went with my friend Lauren yeah. and showed up and we had met and we started talking and we realized who each other were. And I was like, oh my gosh. That was awesome. the- I was supposed to be on your podcast. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I'm hanging out with my friend Aaron Rodgers. He's like, hey, we're going to go to your comedy show with these girls. I'm like, okay, cool. And it just had happened maybe a few months later. Uh-huh. And then you're in the back. You're like, I'm Jess West. I'm like, I know that name. <laughs> but like my brain said, wait, wait, something's wrong with this name. What? Why? Why? <laughs> Blacklist. Why do I hate this person? Yeah, so I've like, never oh, met you supposed to be on the podcast? Is that why we have holes in our wall? Oh. <laughs> no, but uh, we met in the back of the car that day. Mm. And we had a blast. I was we like, had a blast oh. that night. Oh, blast. I was like, dude, Dyke, uh, I just met Jess West. Like, she's really cool. He's like, legends. yeah, I know. He's like, I have cool people on the show. <laughs> That's why I wanted her on so bad. But you made it up. Yeah, sometimes Dyke will tell me, like, Thad is really not excited about this guest coming on this week. Um, Like, we have the um, head of sanitation for, you know, the Lawrence (laughs) County coming on the podcast, and Thad is not so sure about this one. But you, he was excited about. It's good. Yeah. 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 So that's the road to the adoption. That's your origin story. Uh, Tell us real quick. That's over. Um, <laughs> I do really want to get I want to get into the food real quick before we go into any more origin stories. Does that mean it's time for a smoking goose brunch breakdown? Yes, yeah, smoking goose brunch broke down. Brunch broke yep. down. <laughs> broke down. Um. Well, let's go. I'm going to start with mine because I had a short biscuit braised short rib short ribbed uh, braised biscuit at Landlot. We went to Landlock today. We walked over, and it was delicious. Um, we had some Brussels sprouts for the table. Mm, table yeah. sprouts. Table, table sprouts. sprouts. What did you think about those sprouts, Gwen? Oh, they were so good. So crispy and flavorful. Chris. Not as many people dig- dug into those as I thought they would. I disagree. I, I think we all had some. Basically, yeah. everybody did. Yeah. Did everybody have some? Yeah, I think we it was did. 100%. Yeah. I don't think any more people could have tried them. Well, there was a lot of <laughs> leftovers. Mm. I we, we were commenting um like why did were our parents like serving us steamed Brussels sprouts yeah. as kids yeah. when there was a way to make them this delicious? Right. Like what were we doing? People have been doing it wrong for centuries. You're right when you're right, you're right, Thad. I mean <laughs> <laughs> well, what did you have? Uh, I also had the short rib biscuit. So Landlock's menu is small but mighty. Um mm-hmm. so um that there were only a couple breakfast items, but yeah, so I had the uh, short rib biscuit. I also had a um, pumpkin donut and a pistachio latte, which, oh, chef's kiss. I love that. How was that pumpkin donut? Um, I was not going to elaborate on it because it is not, (laughs) it was not their best pastry that I've ever had. Um, The, the pastry cream inside was delicious. Um, The fry on the donut was just like a little heavy handed. I thought. Um, Okay. Oh, okay. 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 But I am kind of a donut slut. So (laughs) like I have opinions. You have opinions. Uh, Opinions. Yes. Was it warm? Um, That might've been part of the problem as well. It was not. Mm. You like Um, warm donuts. Um, not even that. I just think that they have to be really fresh. Mm. Um, oh gosh, this is a terrible review <laughs> for them. And, and like, and I don't think, yeah, that it was. We should move on to some of the food that <laughs> was really no. delicious. How bad and was it? it <laughs> Welcome back to how bad was it? <laughs> Local neighborhood edition. <laughs> I'm never gonna be able to show my face in landlocked again. No, it was all really good. I loved it. Thank you so much, landlocked. I don't know. We don't want you to lie. Uh, Jess, what did you have? I will redeem all of this. So I really don't 
have Bloody Marys often. I never really ordered them, and I ordered one today. You were and nervous I loved about it. it. Oh, you loved it. It was good. Yeah, it was really good. It nice horseradish. Good. It had a, a shrimp on the top with some. Uh, you know, it was really good. It was good. And then it's I had shrimp. the avocado toast, pakasha, uh, avocado. It had some radish. It had dill, a little lemon, and then yeah. the perfectly crispy bacon. It was fire. Yeah. Oh, that looked. It looked loved amazing. It. Looked amazing. And Zach, what did you have? I had the uh, hero. It was a giant sandwich. It was. so good. Yeah. Yeah. And you became the hero of the table. Yeah. I feel like. you shared it with all of us. I didn't even give you half of the sandwich, and I gave it it to everybody. Yeah. Three or four bites out of the corner you gave me. Yeah. Yeah. It was massive. What do you think made that sandwich good? I mean, the bread was very good, and then just all of the, I don't know, there were like three meats on there. It was Mm -hmm. spicy, too. A little spice Mm -hmm. to it. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Like a jardinera kind of. Yeah. Yeah, the whole thing was good. Yeah. It's literally one of my favorite brunch spots because it's the closest. <laughs> For real. Like, I just, like, go get up and walk. I'm like, what do I want? Oh, I could go right over to Landlock. And um, I thought, oh, this would be a perfect one because Dyke is away in his uh, Vegas stay. And I don't want to put too much effort. In and it. I don't want to. They also ordered, like, beer and a shot, like a Miller High Life and a shot. And I was like, okay. Yeah, that is that is nice. Like that's like when that's a nice wink from the community. Like you know, hey, we're cool. You guys could have a like a little yeah. beer and a shot. Good. Yeah, <laughs> you know, life, you know yeah. something. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, well, that goes uh, for our uh, goose smoking goose breakdown. <laughs> Cheers. Wah, 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 wah. I was hoping there was going to be music playing, and of course, um, I'm going to interrupt myself real quick with the breaking away commercial. Um, Are you going to interrupt one this podcast? Yeah. <laughs> what? Interrupt one. We're having some breaking away. We had some walking beers because that's right. You could walk and drink beer in Indiana outside. Actually, no, you cannot. This is, people just say this it. is we just do very it illegal. No, it's actually uh, legal. Look it up. <laughs> it is legal. You're a lot. Well, they did. They made a rule after the uh, Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. It, that's only in like on Georgia Street. It's not like no. there's been a lot of confusion after Super Bowl. Like, wait, was, yeah. wait, tell me tell, if I'm wrong. I want to know. Have I think I been, it's in that proximity, but I'm not sure. Have I been walking around with beers illegally this whole time? I mean, you used to be able to drive around with beer in your car, like my my you know, like my dad. If my mom was driving, you could. Right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Maybe I said a hillbilly family. The booze and cruise. That, no, like, you could do that until like yeah. 2010. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I remember like, that. The passenger I remember could thinking, have an opening in Have a beer in the car. Mom's driving. Like it's fine. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, the booze and cruise. Yeah. <laughs> like everybody else can pregame while you're. Uh, so what's the verdict there? Uh, the Indiana Code is silent no, no. as to open containers outside of vehicles. Yeah, it there, looks like it's all good. Silent. There's a law against public intoxication. So one walking beer is fine. Not seven. Yeah, I didn't say that. I just, <laughs> I'm so, can we put the Thad was right button? Is there, <laughs> it needs to be put on. I'm tired of this. Shame. Thank you. Well, they'll know. They'll know that means the Thad was right. All right. <laughs> That's cool. Every time you hear the word shame, just think about how correct that was. Yeah. Yeah. So breaking away from tradition, if you guys like Upland beer, take a walk. It's not illegal. <laughs> yeah. Ride your bike. Drink this beer while riding your bike and breaking away from the law. The- <laughs> <laughs> Break away from the law. Breaking the law away. <laughs> Upland tradition. All right, I want to get into your origin story because, one, I want to know what inspires a costume designer like yourself. 
Tell us. You ask and you want to know. Um, uh, a challenge to create something new every time is usually like one of the things I enjoy the most. It's very stressful, but when you accomplish the goal, it's like bang, bang every time. You know, it's like, like it makes you feel really good. Um, and inspiring comes from different places. Like you asked me a question sure. a little bit earlier. I already have the cooking. Like it's just like taking life experiences and like relating them to characters that you want to make. Love and it. like what people want to be and what people like. Yeah. You know, what, what's your favorite costume you've ever Designed. Oh man. Um, so it's kind of deep. Um, <laughs> I made something called uh, seven years, bad luck. Oh. And I have a client. He's a rich doctor in Michigan. His name is Dan. He's dope. Um, he pays a lot of money for costumes during Halloween. And he typically gives me the keys to the car. He'll be like a concept. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. So before okay. mirrors were a thing, like you saw your reflection, maybe a pond of water, not necessarily a mirror. So when mirrors came about, they're like, that's witchcraft. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Um, and they thought you were looking at your soul. And when you broke a mirror, they thought you were trapped in that mirror. Your soul became trapped. And so I made a costume that was half uh, masculine, half feminine. And it had thousands of shattered mirrors all over Ooh. it. And then underneath the mirrors, you know, like the Halloween store that has the pictures when you walk by, they change. Oh, the I put yeah. those underneath. And so these people's faces would change as you looked at them underneath the mirrors. It was very trippy. Oh, wow. Whoa. Yeah, that, uh, that costume the, was tight. This is the picture of it yes. here? Oh, wow. And then um, underneath, wow. I think if you scroll down there's a video i put 3m fabric underneath so there's a oh my gosh you can see the faces yeah um, yeah, yeah if you scroll down i put this is in the basement patron saint before they really like hooked it up that's outside during the day and then the next video is at nighttime i wait to see what happens to it <laughs> oh my word uh guys go check this out uh this is hauntingly beautiful yeah i'm shaking right now and then scroll down one more it should be on there i put 3m fabric underneath and so it glows at night. yo <laughs> it looks like the souls are trying to Let's escape the mirrors hey that's actually hey. me and basement before they did the garden yo <laughs> that's so cool that that has to be <laughs> one of my favorite costumes i've ever seen it looks like a, an angel yeah, I mean, so it's like it's like basically like if you were to crack a mirror, right, in a movie, yeah. it starts vibrating and shaking, the soul's trying to escape, like yeah. you guys see, right? That's no, why I was like, absolutely. That's, that's it. It's a cool way to do that. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. Wow. Um, now, how long did something like that take you? Probably over, a couple well minutes. Well over 100 hours. Wow. <laughs> Most of the costumes for Dan take anywhere between 100 and 200 hours to create. Oh, wow. Whoa. And he's just kind of like a Halloween. He is. So nut. he has so this he, like, so the costumes over the years have progressed to get bigger and bigger and bigger. So I actually have to deliver them typically to him. Yeah. Um, Cause they won't fit. Like I build a giant pumpkin man. Like it's, it's, it's 12 feet tall or whatever, nine uh -huh. feet tall. Um, but he has this like nice home in a suburb in Michigan and he goes all out. Like it looks like he, he buys professional grade, like Halloween um, haunted house, props and he decorates his home the entire house into the basement and has my costumes on display and lets all the neighborhood kids and families tour his home during wow. Halloween. he does it because that he doesn't do any costume contests trying to make money off the costumes anything like that he just supports artists and like has this dope house that he checks out every year wow found me on google that's amazing yeah just, wow just found you on google yeah guess who else found you on google uh notre dame is that correct yeah yeah uh, are you allowed to announce that yet uh, no, I'm not really that. It's not. Just kidding. Never mind. I, I, you know, I did one. Yeah, I did a mascot for them. Yeah. <laughs> so you did a mascot. Yeah, for I did. Notre I, Dame. I created a prototype for one of their mascots. Isn't that dope? Yeah. Like, so go sports ball, right? Like, I'm. 
I'm like, you know, what's funny is like, I've done costume. I did costume for them. I did Aaron Judge for the New York Yankees. I do the gowns and the judges' chambers. Um, what else? There's another Lemmy. sports thing. Like, go sports ball. I just don't, I don't really, I'm not a sports oh, person. You know what I mean? So I don't like get excited about it, but it is cool. Right. Yeah. Wait, did you do Lemmy? Lemmy the uh, shake, lemon shake ups? Yeah, yeah. You did? Oh, you yeah, did do that. That's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. I thought yeah. I spoke that's a a Zach's correct button. Uh, I like that one. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I've done them. Uh, <laughs> the Indiana State Department of Health, I did their Live Doll, which is on their mascot on their website. I did some Solar Energy Company, which is a sunshine costume. Yeah. Yeah. You did uh, one of the meat cake costumes as yeah, well? Yeah. 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 What did we have? We had the pants. Um, we had the I meat made a whole pants. meat dress. Let's. I actually sold that meat dress. Like somebody found me online. It was like, can I buy that dress? <laughs> That's amazing. That. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was so cool. That's awesome. And we're, we're going to be waiting for uh, some of that money. Because uh, <laughs> of it was it was very small anomaly. Because we were basically because we inspired it. <laughs> get the harder bunch lawyers on that. We'll <laughs> later, Zach. Just write that down so we don't forget. <laughs> oh, there's Greta. Greta Gremlin. Yeah, I started out as Gizmo. I do something called a transition costume, so I built the giant Gizmo costume. Um, and then we were on stage at this nightclub in Chicago, and I was that's a horror hound. I won their costume contest. Um, I would throw, like, uh, somebody would throw blue glitter on me, and like rain, like water, and then I would throw fur balls at the crowd, and then I stripped down and turned into Greta from inside that Gremlin. Oh, oh wow. wow. They're all transition costumes. That's very cool. I would love to see that transition. That's old school costume. We actually have Gizmo right behind you. Um, the guy who created Gizmo. Oh, you uh, do. Yeah, he uh, signed a poster of Gizmo. The guy, his the actual really? creator. Yeah, because cool. he heard of what we were doing. Um, That's cool. What? What are you now? Do you ever do any like? There's um, the pumpkin guy, the pumpkin man right there. That's another Danless costume. Oh wow! That's yeah. somebody inside, like in the center chest cavity, is where their vision. Oh is. wow! And the three pumpkins have a pulley system, so they all they talk. Well, you, no you way. made talking pumpkins? But yeah, their mouths move, yeah. Oh, my word. So this Whoa. is like half costume, half puppet, half... Yeah, essentially. Wow. And it's, it's, it's not on the website right now, but I also have a Medusa costume. We, we, we did animatronics, so the snake spin on her head. No way! Like, yeah. Very cool. Yep. Okay, so when did you start making costumes? I was 12. You're 12 years old. Did you watch like a movie like, and you're like, oh, I, I can yeah. do that? Uh, Uma Thurman. Uh, was Poison Ivy, so she's on my wrist to remind me. Oh, where I from uh, Batman Forever. Yeah, that was, that was one like of the, the best Batmans. <laughs> Kiss from a Rose from that song Listen, or from that movie. Um, I wanted to be her for Halloween. I'm like 12, and I'm like Walmart's definitely not going to have that like of that caliber. So I went out, and my mom kind of had taught me how to sew a little bit. Home ec, I took home ec in sixth grade too, a little bit of sewing. Mm -hmm. um, made the costume. It was amazing, like with like leaves from the dollar store and like a bodysuit. I even dyed my hair red with Kool-Aid. Um, my mom nice. was not happy when she saw that when she came home. Uh, went to school and actually got sent to the principal's office because they thought the outfit was not appropriate for a 12-year-old to it be was wearing. It was too... It was tight. Too sexy. It was just tight. It was just tight. There was literally nothing else about it besides the fact that it was like tight. Too sexy for twelve years. Yeah, and I was school. I explained, I'm like, I made this. Like you're yeah. not like I'm not getting in trouble for this. And then they sent me back and I got in the costume contest and won. Of course. So that was it. I have a picture of it actually. So, so that, you got kicked out and then you came back and won that contest. Yeah. I beat the little no uh, little uh Noble Romans character guy, right? No, or uh, the Noid, or no, Little Caesars, Little Caesars, oh, little Caesars and then guy. Bill and Hillary Clinton in these big creepy masks were also my competition, and then something oh. else. I don't remember. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love that. And you really show them who's boss, too. (laughs) That's very dramatic. (laughs) And so that's when you really start getting into it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you're like, wait, I could make When did you start thinking I could make a living out of this? Um, That didn't take place until several years later. Like, I always just made costumes for myself and clothes and stuff. Like, I'm self-taught. So I would cut my clothes apart, sew them back together, make costumes and da-da-da-da. And over the course of several years, I like got better at it, but I didn't know I was going to make a career. Came back to Indianapolis in 2012, and I had a boatload of student loan debt for like fashion merchandising, which mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like got, punch card. Computing. Yeah, I got into Super the costume contest. They were giving mm-hmm. away a thousand dollars for like ZPL. I'm like, Dang. bet I will go win this. And so yeah. that's when the concept of like transition. I made this big mummy. And I kept that thing on for three hours and it was so hot underneath and I was an Egyptian underneath. So I ripped it off <gasps> and then turned into this like sexy Egyptian and people were like, what was that? Amazing. I started making money off of it and then people would be like, hey, what? can you make me something? Can you make me something? And then it spiraled in like, I'm not just an artist. Now I have to be a business owner. And that's what happened. Wow. Then the Andy, well, yeah. So then uh, I was building a, like a big 12 foot tall werewolf and he was in my basement. <laughs> it was like super creepy dungeon basement. And... I uh, met this guy, Xavier, who's a ballroom dancer. And his a ballroom dancer was Nikki from the Smiley Morning Show. Uh-huh. She needed an outfit. She comes over she comes over and she's like, um, what is that? Is that like, werewolf? It's a giant werewolf. Yeah. Carcass. She's like, she's like, my roommate's a reporter for Indie Star. Can I tell her about you? And then they wrote the article about Chewbacca and then I was able to quit my job at Padachu and make costumes full time ever since. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you were working at Patachu when you were doing this mm-hmm. on the side. <laughs> yeah. So it was just like a side hustle. Yeah, I was doing, but yeah. Oh yeah. I was bartending at Tiki Bob's, <laughs> Bella Vida. Um, doing all, all the, the things. All the yeah. Things. Working restaurants. The gig yeah. economy. Yeah. yeah. That's so cool. Um, is Has there ever been a costume that you're like, that you've turned down that you're like, I'm not making that. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, the only time it is, makes me sound like the only time I turn down a costume if if it is if it's like if the budget's not there. Okay. Right? Like no, I'll make you anything you want. But also I don't like to do exact replicas of things. I like to put a little twist on it, like mm-hmm. this is they could tell that it's made from Just West costumes. Gotcha. A gotcha. twist from the West. Yeah. Oh. There you, go. you know, I think my favorite fashion designers both have the last name West. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and i know you're thinking I, uh, kanye i'm not talking about kanye i'm talking about kardashian kim kardashian west oh. i'm kidding kanye no what you, do you you like that shapewear huh it really Ooh. holds you in i think skins. the yeezys did i feel like if you like shoes at all the yeezys did their thing like people enjoyed them they were very fashionable a lot of people no they them. weren't were they, they were they fashionable they looked like a 3d printed something that like you wear on the moon i i, I, I enjoyed some I of the yeezys for sure um i think what those companies do like they create a brand that they keep like a you want to have those you have to have those like mm-hmm. you want that like mm-hmm. everybody has that you need to have that yeah so it's more about the brand well that's part of the art though right is it depends I think that some people become famous for certain things first, and then they use that to get people to want to buy certain things instead of it just being creative. That doesn't say that they are doing that. I just, in, in general, you know, some people that come become designers, they don't really, like me, I'm a designer because I always loved art. Right. Instead of just 
you know, being a famous singer or actor and just like, oh, I'm going to start making clothes. Gotcha. And people buy them because of that. What mm. would you, what would be the thing that you would get everybody to wear if you were like a famous fashion um, person? Uh, well, I, it's not necessarily a clothing item, but I love to make bags and like upcycle things out of vinyl records. Ooh, how cool. And I think that would be something really cool to start is becoming very trendy because there's a lot of like waste and like a mm -hmm. lot of just stuff that sits on the shelves in terms of vinyl records. So that would be like good for the environment and really dope at the same time. The spin movement. Oh, yeah. Oh, I like it. I like it. <laughs> you can melt them down. You can incorporate it. You can flex, like bend them and like do all kinds. I mean, yeah, they're awesome. How cool. Welcome back to spin the needle. <laughs> threads. Spin the threads. Spin Ooh. them. Yeah. What a tangled web we weave. What are we doing, Fed? <laughs> well, uh, I was trying to riff with you for a second. No, you did a great job. <laughs> he was great. He was I, I did really want to ask you a question um, about fashion because mm -hmm. we as Harder Brunch were always trying to be a little bit more fashionable. You're trying to stay in the zeitgeist in the, in the right way. Hence the Hawaiian shirt. Mm -hmm. the, you know. the dyke Hawaiian shirt. Um, some people have given me uh sweatshirts to wear uh, on the on the show and i'm thinking for we'll start with me and dyke simple what would you if you were going to come and reimagine our fashion uh, for the show or even for a meat cake competition what would that be look like in your head so he would definitely be like like the chef you know with like an overwhelmingly like like funky hat you know okay. like maybe like a meat hat or something like Ooh. that with a really cool like apron like just kind of in character for what he traditionally does okay okay um i all i can see for you is is kind of the mascot style thing that we were talking about earlier like the cake with open but i definitely put big glasses on it just like you wear i think that would be so great. you're putting me <laughs> in the, in the costume absolutely yeah wait time out you're making <laughs> a, a cake yeah i wanted to make you into the meat cake that has like like the different layers that you would see I think that's great. Yeah. You have many, many layers. Yeah, you. you're a very layered dude. You are. I don't It'd be like stylish. It. Have different colors. Mm -hmm. It would. I think the color you love color palettes. And I don't colors. like want to wear a huge cake. Oh, it doesn't have to look like that. I'm talking it'll about look, your it'll shirt. It'll look really looks elegant. Like I don't think that's sexy at you're all. You're not getting the vision. Mm. I was don't trust he's, he's not a costume designer, so yeah. he's not getting he's the not vision. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't. Like, it'll make you look like you have a bunch of, bunch of different layers within yeah. your outfit. But like, like textures. Like, you don't have to be the actual like mascot character. Yeah. So do you think I could? Okay. I think we just move ahead with it. You're going to love it. Mm -hmm. Can it be a slim cut cake costume? Sure. sure. I can just make you an actual jacket that looks like it's layered out of different materials that looks like different sections of the cake. Now we're at. talking. That's what I was trying to get at. Yeah. I not thought, the actual mascot. I was mascot. picturing like a huge thing where like my arms were like one No, like kind of like a structured and I'm shirt. Like, I can't go to the bar like this. Like, hey, what's up? No, you were like, picturing one of those uh, Barbie cakes that's made out of a mixing bowl where it's yes. just the cake on the bottom with you in the middle. Oh yeah. my gosh, where does it fit together? The pieces? Is that what you're talking about? Uh, no, maybe not. No, we're going like your mom would like bake the cake in a mixing bowl and oh. then turn it upside down oh. and decorate it like a skirt, <laughs> and then they'd stick Barbie in it. Now, I now this being mentioned, I've always wanted to come out of the cake mm. for, for non stripping reasons. Well, there we go. Well, for non stripping reasons, yeah, I've never heard of the yeah. non stripping reason who's, for somebody who's coming hiding out of the cake. in a cake unless like, they're coming out naked, like a special guest, like for your like for your birthday. See this like something like this, but it's meat oh, cake yeah. on the bottom, you know? Yeah. Mm. Okay. 
Uh, you get uh, it. Uh, and you can step out of it whenever you wanted to. All right. All right. All right. Well, well, we'll, we'll see. I, I might be able to make a wear a cake dress. <laughs> <laughs> That's not at all where I was thinking this was going, but I, I, I'm doing it. I'll do that. What about Zach? Real quick. Zach is the last one. We'll we'll, we'll make you re- reimagine. No, I want I want to know how she'd style me as well. Are you a tinsel utensil babe? I'll make you into this utensil babe. I love like it. Like a workshop. Because earlier, yeah. because we brought it up, so I was like, we're gonna make it to the, the golden fork. <laughs> like, that's oh yeah. Yeah. Okay, a little screwdriver, and then you could have your drink. That's a screwdriver as well. Do, 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 do. Okay. A layered. Okay, I'm. Uh, let me help you out a little bit. If this, sure. if I'm doing a cake, because okay. I'm still thinking about okay, that. Okay. See. If I'm go. having a cake, I want it to be a, t- a cake tuxedo. Yeah, that's what I was envisioning, like a jacket, like with a b- different yeah. structure to it. So black on the bottom, or brown. No colors of that. It would just Pink. be all layers of just cake. Just be like layer, 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 cake, layer. Cake, cake, cake. <laughs> Cake, 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 cake. Yeah. <laughs> You're having a hard time visioning this. That's why it's I my am. job. And it's that's my why it's your job to yes, like convince, yeah. you know. I but mean, I don't convince verbally. I, I convince, you know, yeah. visually. I'm a she, visual does, artist. she does her talking on the carcass. Okay. Mm. So. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, if this was Shark Tank, I wouldn't turn around or hit the button. I would be like that for that reason I'm out. But like, that's the problem. I it's might not, not the be voice. open. <laughs> it's Shark Tank. <laughs> There's no button. I don't watch TV. Did did y'all know that Shark Tank did not originate in America? Um, no. So before it was in America, it was in Canada, and it was called the Dragon's Den. Ooh, and before in Canada, it was in uh, Japan, and they were called Money Tigers. <laughs> money <laughs> Tigers. Money Tigers, yeah. I was money like, Tigers oh, dang, is so much I better. like that, yeah. Money Tigers. <laughs> Dragon's Den, yeah, I like that too. Yeah, I do. I do like that too. I, lo- I love money tiger. I love the idea of them just like sitting on a giant pile of gold coins. Like, mm-hmm. yes, I'll invest in your new alarm clock. <laughs> you know, see, there's need for costumes everywhere. Oh yes, there is. There is. Yeah. Okay, I thought. Sorry, I thought you, <laughs> I thought you were about to say. No, something. I'm sorry. I didn't have anything more interesting no. to say than that. I just got no, really excited the about money, money tigers. tigers. Is great. I think. <laughs> That's what we're gonna call this podcast, Money Tiger. This that's the name of the episode. Money, Money Tigers. Tigers. Yeah, we will be back after this quick commercial break. This week on the After Brunch Podcast. And, uh, this is before I knew you really well, but like I was like, "Hey, Dustin, um, my uh, my new stage name is this Nasty Black." No, no, no. It was, was ne- Negro Spiritual. Oh, yep, Negro yep, Spiritual. Yep. Thank you, Negro Spiritual. Eric, what? Okay, you could just say it. Just uh, just <laughs> introduce me as Negro <laughs> Spiritual. And he's like, are you, sh- are you sure? I'm like, yeah, that's my new stage name. <laughs> and he, I walked away. multiple times. He was like, are you sure? <laughs> oh my God, my, he did my, not want to say no. it. My stage name <laughs> is Negro <laughs> Spiritual. <laughs> and then so... He goes up and like you can tell that he's nervous about saying it. He's like, "All right, guys, I want you to welcome to the stage, Negro Spiritual." <laughs> 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 and I go up there and I'm like, "What?" <laughs> Join us at Patreon.com/slash/HarderBrunch.
Hey, we are going to sign off with Jess. Thanks so much for being here. Where can people find you? Thank you. Uh, I have a website, JessWestCostumes.com. And then I have Instagram, Facebook, all the things. Awesome. And you said you're taking commissions up to five days before Halloween. I'll take commissions the night before if you got the money. Okay. (laughs) All right. Um, We're going to talk to you more on the After Brunch podcast behind the Patreon, behind the paywall. Um, but we'll be back in a few minutes with Alex yeah. Bazinovich. It's October spooky Halloween, baby. Woo! Yeah. Trick or treat. <laughs> Get a costume. <laughs> and Jess West is the treat. Ooh. Welcome. Welcome to the Harder Brunch. Right now, Dyke is not with me. He is in Vegas right now. R.I.P. Dyke. Doing crazy things. So yeah. with me is my co-host right now, Gwen Sunkel. Slappy Pappy went went. Right. Did you I do want, it right? Well, I, I would I give it a plus. What do you say, Sauce Boss, on the ones and twos? Yeah, I like all the intros we're doing, and I like all the plug sets we're doing. <laughs> yeah, I like what I, I said. I, I like mixing it up. This is yeah. how we're going to do this plug. <laughs> so I like many that. plugs. Casey Campbell, <laughs> the fluid druid. You can find me uh, smoking a hand rolled <laughs> cigarette. Uh, outside anywhere and you can also find me online at Danger Brew on Instagram. Alright, let's do the plugs <laughs> so, right at so top. Plugs. And Alex, do you want to do any plugs before you leave? We have a guest um, here sure. for the second half of Harder Brunch. Australia off of the Let's Fest Comedy Festival. Go ahead, keep going. No, you practice saying his name so I want to hear you say it accurately. Oh yes, with us. I'm very happy to have this guest in studio with Harder Brunch, Alex Bozinovic. Hey, everybody. Yes. How's, how's it going? How's it going, Harder Brunch? We're oh, awesome. my gosh. We're so good. One, I have to say this. You are the first person to invite me into the podcast world. <laughs> I So I technically started this dynasty. You started me. Oh, okay. <laughs> you are my origin story. Ah, okay. You if, were on his podcast? Yes. I. We were at Gen Con. <laughs> this is the first place I met you. Yeah. And you were playing a character. <laughs> what character were you playing? Uh, I was playing Thomas Luge. That was uh, the the host of my uh, now former podcast because we 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 ended yeah. it. Oh um, my gosh. yeah, it's this it was, is recent. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah, it was like a couple weeks ago. We did the last episode. Uh, it was called the Truthcast. It was a uh, 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 conspiracy podcast, like improv thing, where we just had other comics come on and yeah. you give us your topic, and then we just riff on it. Right. And we riffed on Harry Potter. <laughs> That's what we riffed on. Yeah. And it was my first I was it was my first time ever doing a podcast. You asked me to come on and I was like, Oh wait, I think I could do this. And then I was like, if there's only another podcast going on in Indianapolis and Dyke was in the mix. But listen, <laughs> I wanna thank you for that. Yeah. Right. yeah absolutely. Uh it was fun recording it in the convention center and everyone looking at us like we were insane. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because we were talking about crazy shit. Yeah, yeah. We were going off topic. We were talking about wormholes. <laughs> like, we were being as nerdy. as That probably looked probably normal, though. We were being as nerdy as possible. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. It, given the, the context of the conference that was happening, we probably were. And now that I think about it, we probably were the most normal people. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So let me. The most normal people at Gen Con. That's like being the hottest girl at rehab. (laughs) (laughs) It's like not an actual accomplishment. The most normal people. Yeah. Yeah. I was also on the Truth Cast, and it's it's uh, it stands for something like true. Uh, It's it's true revelations uncovered through heroism. Yes. So yeah. Um, that might be why you're not finding it. 
I'm so uh, <laughs> yeah, that's not it right there. Yeah, the, that's one's about the Bible. So, and yeah, I don't. There's think like anything. there's like four truth casts, and we kind of did that on purpose. Like we wanted to give it the dumbest name we could think of, so that people could. Yeah, <laughs> that's not it either. It's probably also why it's probably also why our numbers kind of just like plateaued at some point. Yeah, you're like okay, all of our friends are listening to this, and now no one else can find it. Yeah. So, <laughs> speaking of the truth, yeah, you want to know um, the truth about some coffee. Yeah, tell me the truth about some coffee, Gwen. Um, that one of Harder Brunch's sponsors, Tinker Coffee, makes the best coffee in the entire city of Indianapolis. I disagree. I would say in the world. In the world. Okay. All right. You're putting it out there. I have personally haven't had every coffee in the world, but um, yeah, I, I know this one's incredible. Um, you know who's not having a great day right now? Ew. Dyke Michaels, because mm. one, he's at Skank Fest. <laughs> and two, you know, he doesn't have any Tinker Coffee out in Las Vegas. And you know how much he whines when he doesn't have any Tinker Coffee. Oh, yeah, he's probably passed. He is. He's probably paying $9 a cup for subpar coffee <laughs> um, that yeah. is not Tinker Coffee. Um, I actually just got a notification that my subscription came through. I, I'm a subscriber. You're, you really are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They send me two bags every month. Um, yeah. I'm, and yeah. It's honestly worth it. If you like coffee. Oh, absolutely. It's a great deal. You get a little uh, discount if you use mm-hmm. code brunch. Yeah. To get that coffee. And I, like, and sometimes our, our ads seem a little bit phoned in or whatnot, like, like as jokes. This isn't a joke. I, I would sponsor this coffee even if. We weren't sponsored. I've never been more serious about anything in my life than how good this coffee is. There we go. And back to the (laughs) program. I would rather spit in my own mother's face (laughs) than drink another cup of coffee from another roaster. (laughs) Can I ask you something? Uh, Of course. Can I ask why the truth cast stopped? Because like that was going on for... How many years? Uh, when did we start it? It was probably like ah, uh, like what, like four or five years I was or something say, I like that. Thought it was four or five. Years. Yeah, something like that. It was like four or five years. I can't remember exactly when we started it, but uh, it was just it just became a huge production, and like it was just getting way too big for all of us to like keep man like keep it going because we used to do every week, mm-hmm. and then we cut it back to every other week, and like it was just like I said, I like I mean. I'm like stand up is picking up for me. Uh, Mike yeah. just had another kid. Um, Tim, who we added onto Jesus. the show later, doesn't he know what causes that? Uh, <laughs> apparently not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Tim, Tim, who we brought on later, started a production company, and he's getting like a lot more work with that. So it was just getting harder for us to, you know, like record and edit and do all that stuff. So mm-hmm. we just wanted to leave on a high note. And we kind of, I think we left it a little bit open so that like if down the road, you know, you we get freed back, up a little bit, could, we can like come back. Yeah. There's another pandemic or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, no, they, they, that podcast had a great deal of production value. Um, yeah. And there was like a storyline going through. It wasn't a, like some piece of shit where people just show up on like a Sunday morning um, and talk like in somebody's basement. Can you the shame button on that? Yeah. <laughs> That's on us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for inviting her. <laughs> she won us twice. Go ahead. I am your only Patreon subscriber. So. <laughs> I'm 
I'm kidding. Oh my god, I'm kidding. It's a joke. It's a joke. So, how's Indy treating you, Alex? <laughs> uh, it's great. Besides this feud we're having on this side. <laughs> I mean, it was it was great until this tension, you know. Um. <laughs> yeah. We made a mistake. <laughs> Having going on. This is my last I time did. hosting. Um. <laughs> With me. Uh, <laughs> I'm just playing Glenn. Mm-hmm. Um, I see how it is. Keep going. You're doing great. Oh, uh, how's Indy treating you? Uh, uh, aside from, uh, so, yeah. It was, I mean, it's been, it's been great. Um, mm-hmm. Let's Fest has been a lot of fun. I had uh, done both of my spots, so now I'm just hanging out. Nice. Both spots were, were great. Uh, and then I had a spot in Lafayette yesterday. So I drove up there, did another spot, and came back. Nice. Uh, it's you, all, Yeah, it's the Lafayette Comedy Festival yeah. happening this weekend as well. Yeah, I feel like every time you come to Indy, you always figure out how to like hit all the spots. <laughs> uh, I mean, this is actually the most that I've done in one like visit. I feel like I've always done it like in separate visits and it's just mm-hmm. like I'm like in, there's like every there's like once one month a year where it's like I'm coming down here every weekend because I can't just get them all together in one week. Yeah, cuz sure. you've been down here a lot recently. Yeah. You were just at the brick room, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, I was just at the brick room and then uh middle ground. Yeah, you were here. And then I feel like I feel like there was something else between that. I can't remember. But yeah, I've been down here a lot. We're not mad about it. Oh, like, oh uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, limestone. I was down here for limestone. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you're you're really hitting the festival circuit hard this year. <laughs> well, you're a gatekeeper from your your parts. <laughs> let's just, let's just call it out. I'm tired of the gatekeepers hiding. Reveal yourselves. Don't be scared. <laughs> no, I, I hey hey, I turned in my keys. Oh, you turned in the keys. My, I turned my keys in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no more watching the gate for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm like, I'm retired. You know. Yeah. So, so wait, how long have you been doing comedy? Uh, nine and a half years. Nine and a half years. Yeah. And and you, when did you start producing shows? Uh, like maybe two years in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like I started producing shows pretty quick. Uh, I had a show in a meadery, and um, it got pretty big towards the end. But then, like, the landlords more or less evicted them, and uh, so that show ended. And then uh, that, that show kind of overlapped with The Independent. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just, like... Which is a comedy club there. In independent the comedy club in, in, in Detroit. And um, that I was just, like, getting burnt out with that. So I, like, slowly just started weaning myself off of, like, responsibility there. And now I'm kind of just, like, completely off. It's easy. It's yeah, easy yeah. to get burnout if you're producing yeah. a lot of shows and running mics yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I was warning uh, a new comic in our scene about that because he runs like three open mics, mm. and I was like, mm. "You need to give one of these up because you're going to get bitter and less funny. Um, yeah, you'll be like another Tyson Cox, you know." And, um, <laughs> yeah. <it's, laughs> well, yeah, because it's kind of like poison. Like it's kind of like you, you see. I th- it's important, I think, for a young comic, like you said, you're two years in to start running the show because yeah. you start getting the feel of what you need to do to show up. Yeah. You know what actually makes you a good guest on the show, and mm-hmm. then you you know empathize and then do those same things. So like you have someone coming in like three minutes before they're set, if that's like happens a lot, oh, you understand that causes a lot of stress, you know, cause every yeah. show. Yeah. So it's important. It's important, yeah. but it, it is like alcohol. Like, Hey, it can be fun, but the more you do it. And if you're running three shows, like you just said, like you will get burnt out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And 
you know, I think two years in is like a really common time because you're like, oh, I've got, I feel like I know what's up and I, you know, I'm going to have the, I'm going to run a show correctly. Yeah. yeah, Unlike everybody else who's, who's uh, not doing it the way I would do it. Yeah. And And then you realize. Yeah. And in Detroit, it was actually um, like, I was able to like connect with like bigger comics than I probably should have been able to connect to after two years because there really wasn't anything going on in Detroit. Right. And people were like constantly like, Hey, I want to come to Detroit. It's so, like, so close find, to so many places. Right. Right. Too, and so like, I fought like, like I was one of the first people that had something going on. So like I'm a two year comic, like talking to like 20 year, like mm-hmm. road dogs with like, you know, huge credits. It was like, mm-hmm. it's kind of, it was like so weird. Yeah, we get some of that in Indianapolis, too, where people are just like, uh, I'm passing through on a weekend or something. Um, So it's pretty awesome to be able to get folks who just want to run time um, and, you know, don't necessarily need a huge room or a big payday. I mean, we all do, but, you know, (laughs) we'd all rather have that. But Yeah. So you've been touring around here. Where where are you going? Like, uh, excuse me, take two. Take two. (laughs) You've been touring around here. Where's your favorite place to perform in indie? Uh, probably. I mean, honestly, probably here. Probably Black Circle. Like I've always had yeah. my best sets at Black Circle. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, that's been. I, I've had great times there. My I, my first time at Black Circle is probably the best one. Like it was. Yeah. It was incredible. Yeah, that's what I like. I mean, I'll have to get it like Let's Comedy and um, Rocket Ship, just kind of teaming up together and making that a space for comments to travel through. Yeah. Like it's like, it's cool to see it's been like going on for like three years. Like, Oh wait, this is real. This yeah. is a real thing. And then that just always keeps growing And comics like you coming through and getting connected. It's, it's been amazing. Yeah. I mean, that's been great. I mean, I've met a lot of people um, just by doing those shows that got me shows in other cities, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's been, it's been great. Yeah. One thing I like about seeing you too, I feel like I'm always going to get like a little bit of a different mood. <laughs> I'm 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 gonna be real, like, cause there's sometimes where I'm like, oh, like, like what, like what is he gonna say? And then like, how you're feeling that day, I feel like comes off right on the stage. Like, there was one time, uh, I think when abortion just got banned, yeah, and then like it was like the day of, and then like we, me and Dwight drove up to Michigan, and then we saw you and like you're pissed to have an abortion. <laughs> yeah, we were like, hey, we need some help, Alex. <laughs> I know this isn't what you usually do. You gotta get us across the border and there's a, to, into there, Canada. There's a Facebook group for that. You'd be like, hey, Michigan, I'm coming for an abortion. <laughs> <laughs> they do the best. That's why they call it pure Michigan. We're here for your cheap and legal marijuana and your cheap and legal abortions. You know, often they're in the same building. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, why not? Why not? It's a one-stop shop is what yeah, we call yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's, uh, it's a dispensary, abortion clinic, donut shop. That's kind of how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> the trifecta. I'd never, I'd never leave. I'd never leave. <laughs> <laughs> forward my mail to that. That's everything. Shopping That's center. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I live now. <laughs> but would I be correct though? The the emotion of like what's going on that day comes off on stage, or, or am I reading this totally wrong? No, I mean I think you're probably right. I like. I, I definitely I think uh, maybe carry things a little too too heavy sometimes <laughs> and uh, it probably does uh, come off on stage a little bit I'm trying to like not be like that anymore though because uh, I did a show not too long ago and I you know I had like a mediocre set 
and um, uh, you know, fellow Detroit comedian Brad Wenzel was there. And I got off stage, and Brad comes up to me, and he's like, uh, "Hey, uh, you should like look like you're having fun up there." <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, you should try and join yourself. Yeah, yeah. So I, so that like, so for some people, that's like an act, like that. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. It's part of their like yeah. stage persona, but that's that's not the case for you. No, you were just generally surly that day. <laughs> I think, um, I, like, I think I do try to do, I think sometimes I, I lean too far into being like low energy or whatever. Mm, okay. so, so I'm trying to like consciously, uh, like, I don't want to like, I don't want to like change and try to be like a high energy comic, mm-hmm. but I want, I'm trying to like consciously like not take myself lower than I actually am. Okay. You know, like I want to, I'm trying to be like more like naturally where I'm at, like not, yeah, yeah, not yeah. try to like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm not trying to like add to the low energy you know i'm yeah. trying to right. just like be like where right. i normally am uh-huh. well yeah. that energy feels like really authentic then too i think yeah yeah stage, yeah so. yeah what do it, you, go ahead go ahead oh, i was gonna say what do you think about money tigers <laughs> <laughs> wait money tigers <laughs> um yeah. this is from earlier in the show sorry <laughs> this is a callback go ahead um <laughs> Money tigers. Money tigers. That's the um, Japanese version of Shark Tank. It's money tigers. Ah, okay. I was going to have a game with you. I wanted because we're going to do a little after brunchy, which is behind their paywall where you're allowed to swear. (laughs) All right. You're allowed to say it. You're allowed to say what you've been holding back this whole time. Finally. Uh, (laughs) All slurs all the time. Uh, But for our uh, viewers under 21 or viewers under 40, uh, money tigers. <laughs> a safe game. No, I, I would. I was wanting you to pitch like as a mafia guy, and then I it, it just stopped right there. Like mm-hmm. that was. You think he's in the mafia? No, I thought it'd be really funny if we acted like we were in the mafia and like we went on like Shark Tanks, but Money Tigers instead, <laughs> which is the, 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 the Canada version. No. <laughs> the, drag, the dragon's den is the Canadian version of Shark Tank. Money Tigers is the Japanese version. Oh, yep. So if we're, so we're, so we're going to do, so if we're doing uh, Money Tigers and we're doing Mafia, does that mean it's like the Yakuza then, right? Yakuza Tiger. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's a new tattoo. What would <laughs> what would the Shark Tank be from Serbia, which is which is your oh homeland? man, uh, it would probably be like uh, like uh, like like uh, something like money cabbage or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> cabbage, cabbage. Yeah, yeah, cabbage, cabbage. Yeah, cabbage, <laughs> cabbage. Yeah, yeah. I, I I refer to all like Eastern European and Slavic people as cabbage people. Why is that? Because we're cabbage people. Like we are, are cabbage is like one of the only vegetables that we have in our diet. Like it's usually, it's usually like meat as the main course with the side of meat and then like some cabbage. Like that's kind of like some sort of slaw. Yeah. Yeah. Like it it can either be cold or, or like warm. warm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. It goes well on meat. Yeah. Like, like a slaw or a kraut. It could be like either one. Yeah. yeah. Cabbage was the first bread. (laughs) <laughs> this is what I always say. That that is what they always say. You know how I mean. Often I've they always said, said that. Yeah. I've always said that. Zach, is, can you look that up? is that a saying? Oh yeah, yeah. I've got it on a shirt. That's why I thought I saw bread. it. I hope that shirt didn't throw me off and make me look stupid. <laughs> cabbage is the first bread. I mean, I think they used cabbage to brew like the first beer. Oh, for real? Yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> so I like how you come on the food podcast. You're like, let me just tell you. Yeah, you didn't get to join us for breakfast. What did you have for breakfast? Oh, uh, I'm well. I'm like in an Airbnb with five other Michigan comics, and Gross. we <laughs> we just got like eighteen Panera bagels. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There we go. That was good. You can't really yeah. call those bagels, though. That's it's like a roll with it's, a hole in it. Hey, it's, I mean, you know, cabbage is cabbage. You know what I mean? Uh, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. When when you come from a land of cabbage eaters, mm-hmm. any bagel is good enough. So talking about Serbia, you were first uh, generation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, my mom's from Macedonia. My dad's from Serbia. They were both born over there. What's that story? <laughs> um. My mom's family, I mean, they met here, but like uh, my mom's family was. This is the house. Yeah, this is the house that they met. Yeah. Like you weren't here yet, but like this is where they met, actually. I was wondering why their pictures were in the basement. <laughs> there, there, was a, there was a birthday party going on down yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, my, basically, my mom's family was basically just like fleeing communism. Um, mm-hmm. And then my dad, he was just trying to come over like everybody else in the family was coming over so he just he, i guess he was just like following it was like trendy yeah mm-hmm. yeah that was like that was punk back in like <laughs> whatever year that was oh uh, yeah 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 it was it was fun my mom's story is a lot funnier because they had because to, she was fleeing like yeah, an yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, hers is more punk yeah yeah because well so they had to go live in a non-communist country for like a year before they could come to the u.s so they went and lived in vienna for like a year and then when they left vienna and came to the u.s like vienna is like one of the most beautiful like european cities uh so they leave vienna they got that boys choir too yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they leave they, they leave vienna and come to detroit <laughs> and move into like one of the worst neighborhoods on the planet. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like America, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah, big, coming, <laughs> big coming to America. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, but at that time, though, I mean, I'm not trying to date you, um, but like, wasn't like Detroit doing pretty good, though? No. <laughs> no. That was like the late seventies. It was not doing oh, good. Oh, late seventies? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were way older. Well the nineteen twenties, like they had Yeah, a, you know, the Roaring Twenties was doing great. That was the, the Model T just came out, like yeah. it was fantastic. They loved it. Yeah. Detroit was popping. That was when it was like the richest country in the world, right? <laughs> Motown right. had just come out. <laughs> yes. It's a new sound from I mean, up I mean, kids gonna love it. <laughs> I mean, time really doesn't exist, so all of that was actually happening at the same time, you know? Oh, let's go there for a second. I like this. That's after brunch yeah. talk. Mm. And we'll meet you there yeah. in about 10 minutes. No, okay, so yeah, that, that's awesome. What, what, so what made you getting like like you grew up with them like what made you be like funny like what's the comedy story for you because you did it like you started 10 years ago yeah I wanna, what I kind of trauma <laughs> yeah. uh i mean honestly like I, I never like no one ever thought i was funny <laughs> growing up uh i always kind of had this sense of humor so like use it trying to have this sense of humor with like kids doesn't work so like none of my, all my friends would always be like shut the fuck up <laughs> you know, like, okay okay yeah, so yeah. what were you watching like what was uh, uh my grandfather so i would like stay with my grandparents after school because my parents would be working and my grandfather loved sanford and son 
Okay. He loved red. Like he didn't understand a word that they were saying, but when he went to the heart attack bit, he'd lose it every time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, I love that. Yeah. yeah, so that's what you grew up with. Yeah, like yeah, stuff like that. Like, cause like that after, cause we didn't have cable, so like I'd come home from school and it would be like all the old sitcoms, you know, like Sanford and Son was one of them, uh, you know, like and then like you know, be it was like crazy. It was like Sanford and Son, like Bewitched, like Gilligan's Island, <laughs> like it was insane. All the yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like you know the cartoons, like uh, um, you know Tiny Toons and Animaniacs and all that stuff. Okay. Yeah. All, which is also like very adult humor. Exactly. Um, exactly. You know, if you get past the like original. Yeah. 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 The bottom line. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah. deeper. It, it is. It's deeper, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's way deeper no, than it looks. No, like like Looney Tunes was was always very like. Th- there's a lot of adult humor. Yeah, you know? and some yeah. racism. Oh, quite a <laughs> bit of racism, actually. Yeah. Let's just throw that out there. Bugs Bunny dressed as a girl bunny. Mm. Yeah, that. Yeah. Like, turn it off. Talk about a sexual awakening. <laughs> My bunnies wear men clothes. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, guys, if you guys want to hear. It sounds like we're getting into some after brunch talk, yeah. is what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, I hate that. That's the way we're ending it. I was going off. The, I was like trying to. I was trying to yes, Sam. You did a really good job. Yeah. But that's like the ending of the episode. <laughs> And to hear where else this goes, you're going to have to go to the after brunch. Yeah, you're going to have to subscribe to the Patreon. Join me, their only Patreon subscriber, (laughs) behind the paywall. All right, I I am Thaddeus J. McKee. Wait, you don't get extra plugs. What do you do? You didn't even give them to the guest first. You went first. I just do my last. I'm Alex, just doing my plug where real can quick. people find yeah. you <laughs> if they're not going to join us behind the paywall? <laughs> uh, it's just uh, my name, Alex Bozanovic, one one word uh, on Instagram and on Twitter. I am Popper Shango. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. There you go. Uh, yeah. You don't you mean X? Oh, uh, no, Twitter. On Twitter, <laughs> I am Popper Shango. <laughs> That's awesome. The only way I'm calling it X is if DMX bought it. <laughs> That's the only way I'm calling it X. I love that. <laughs> R.I.P. DMX. Yeah. I love that. Gwen Sunkel? Uh, you can find me at Gwenderwoman on all social medias or my website, gwensunkel.com. I have a new show happening monthly at Almost Famous um, coming up October 19th. Come out and see it. That'll be on it. Yeah, baby. All right, Zach. Definitely check out our After Brunch where you can hear the second half of both of these halves. That's only $3 a month. Patreon.com backslash Harder Brunch. KC. I had a uh, butterscotch iced latte with a shot of bourbon in it. I had a pumpkin cream cheese donut that was, as Gwen said, subpar. And uh, I love you. Nice. Daddy's Jay. Uh, I'm not doing my plugs. Oh, all two plugs there? <laughs> you guys didn't want me to go first. I, <laughs> that was my chance. I wrote that out. I was like, hey, I'm going to go first. And it was immediately Ixnade. Yeah, you know the rules. You know no, how it goes. I mean, I didn't know those were the rules. You so can we'll find him at Dyke Michaels. <laughs> find me at Dyke Michaels or at Harder Brunch Media. We'll see you for the second half, baby! Ow, ow. Where we get crazy and we play some games. Let's go.